Hey, 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 welcome back to On The Wheel, a one-of-a-kind podcast where you get to go behind the wheel with me and tune into some of the most spontaneous, authentic conversation with people from all over the world and from every walks of life. In this episode, we feature Shane, a local LA resident who have a deep passion for stand-up comedy and is himself a comic. Shane talks about how comedy is healing as it helps us mitigate our problems and give us new perspective on life challenges. We also talk about comedy as an art form. Shane share how COVID-19 have had a big impact on comedy scenes as all the open mic stand-up wasn't open during the pandemic. So that opened up new ways to share comedy, particularly via TikTok and other social media platform. Shane's also share tips, tricks, and step-by-step guidance on how to dip your toe into the stand-up comedy scene. Here are some highlights of this episode. I think that comedy is a very healing thing in the world. Well, it sort of like mitigates all the problems we have. I observed it from that perspective and I saw how brilliant this guy is. The punchline is a bit of surprise irony. Me, I think, you know, life is very about momentum. At some point, she was the messy drunk at the party. Basic human biology. We used to walk around always on the hunt, always with a mission, always focused. Mm. So we need to be mentally engaged, physically engaged with our surroundings. The most consistent time that I did comedy was probably 2017 to 2019. You miss 100% a shot you don't take. It's like it's like the movies, you know, there's act one, two, and three. So Steve Martin studied comedy for 10 years and then he did comedy. You think it's funny, just go for it. <laughs> oh God, like, it kind of I'm, thinking, I'm thinking like, oh, they're telling gay guys like, don't fuck in the sauna. I thought oh that was my God. Actually, you know what, my recommendation, uh-huh. if you go to an open mic, be nice yeah. and like sit there and don't fake laugh, but just smile. You know what, I'm planning to do public speaking. So that might be a really cool place to like get my my share of like you sucks and just be confident <laughs> an open mic means that anybody can go up consistency and rehearsal is one big advice here especially if you're going to use a uh, physical humor. your your style is kind of like getting to know yourself like how do you come across when you go up in a room full, full of people it's being self-aware and then kind of making fun of it for what's happening right now what's the state of comedy right now and what is the future of comedy for us here in the u.s being in front of somebody who's on a stage with a microphone is an entirely different experience of that life i just really respect the art form comedy is a way to relate to people it was pretty cool shane was so cool i definitely would be there at your funeral if you go first <laughs> i honor you i acknowledge you and i um empower you and i'm here to support you with your journeys and i'm looking forward to connecting more with you keep listening for the full story other than that let's dive right into this episode with shane and i uh here's shane shane would you share with the audience a little bit about you before we go any further and how we met uh we met when i was going to a comedy show uh-huh. and you told me about your podcast uh-huh. and I had never done a podcast and you said, would you do my podcast? Uh-huh. And I said, I will absolutely do your podcast. Um, I think it's a good concept. You're just talking to people that you pick up mm-hmm. and having conversations with them. Um, so you asked me why I did comedy and I gave you a little debrief about that and we said we would talk about it more today yeah wow are you does this stream live or do you record this 
you know what? This is recording right now. But when the audience listen to it back, they feel as if it is live because we're talking in a way that the audience can really feels like they're there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, usually I do actually live on my Instagram and it will record and then post yeah. on Instagram. But today I needed my phone. So I did not um, because I'm streaming straight my uh, Wi-Fi to my laptop to do the conversations. So, yeah. Oh, I love nice. this case. Yeah, I love my car, I man. Love it. Yes, I I will never forget that you offered me green tea. Okay, okay. Tell the audience about that experience. Yes, out of yes, from the thermos. It was delicious. Thank you. You're very welcome. You know, I list before today was yesterday. I made an effort to listen to our episode again, and the mm -hmm. conversation we had, and that was what started the conversations. I was like, hey, do you want some green tea? And uh, it was something like that. And and you're like, oh, uh, people don't usually take the drink is maybe because they uh, didn't want to like risk having things being inside the drink, right? <laughs> like drug or something. Yeah, Nor normally people wouldn't take a drink out of a thermos from a stranger, but right. I, I I trusted you and it was it was good. It was worth wow. it. Wow. Yeah. That's one of my favorite green tea. I actually haven't been doing that and i think i really missed it i missed that yeah. point of like connecting with another person by an offering you know like i'm i'm genuine right i'm not putting anything in there yeah. i actually genuinely want to share these things and i make it an effort to go to a starbucks to get hot by the way i get it all free there <laughs> all free water and then uh it's an it's kind of a ritual an exchange so that was yeah nice. and i appreciate you responding to that positively and we had a really good conversations and to be honest when i listened back to our podcast it was brilliant i love the spontaneity and what was happening there um and this will allow us to go deeper so today we're just gonna spend like the next 40 minutes chatting about comedies and just having a good old conversation i hope it's sorry you just woke up i know you've been working no no I, it's perfectly fine i'm happy okay. to do it good so what's going on? Tell us since yes. that's happening. Oh, well, with comedy, I have it's been a little bit slower. I, I took a job that's keeping me pretty busy. But okay. uh I did comedy for years. I mean, more than I am a comic, because I don't I don't have any like Netflix specials. I think mm -hmm. that comedy is a very healing, healing thing in the world. Why? And why is it healing? Mm -hmm. Well, it sort of like mitigates all the problems we have. Have you ever looked back at something that you that really bothered you? I don't know, maybe a girlfriend broke up with you and you did something stupid like you showed up at her house at 3 a.m. with one shoe on begging for her to take you back. And, mm. you know, at the time that was really painful, but now it's kind of funny. Mm, okay. It's like that Charlie Chaplin quote, you know, in the, sh in the short term, life is a tragedy. In the long term, it's a comedy. Mm. Wow. Everything, everything in time will become funny. I like that. Wow. Everything in time will become comedy. This will be the title of this uh, podcast, Shane. It's Great. Beautiful. Wow. That's a beautiful perspective. You're right. Because 
I mean, otherwise it would really bother us. If it doesn't become comedy, then it's then it is a, still a tragedy, right? Let's say someone experienced a tragedy of some sort. Um, yeah. Boyfriend or girlfriend or or whatever uh, of a nature. But you're right, embracing those things and seeing them as a, as a joke in long terms. You know, the in the Buddhist traditions, I've been hearing mm-hmm. a lot of things about how laughter is a sign of uh, enlightenment. Because when you yeah. see things as a joke, it's like it's no longer serious. You know, the ego can't have a hang on it. Like, okay, yeah. uh, uh-huh, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I grew up in a family that was really funny. I mean, we had to laugh about everything. Okay. Um, I was I was the least funny in my family, but I think I was the one who appreciated the laughs the most. Mm. And um, I just really pursued that. Like, I, I'm a big language person, and mm. I think that utilizing the right word at the right time and saying it in the right tone Mm. is sort of an art form. It's very creative. And so to get something, someone to do it in the perfect way Mm. um, in order to elicit laughs, it's sort of like a, like a spell or something. It is a spell. Okay. Yesterday, (laughs) last night, my spouse and I watched Dave Chappelle's Netflix special. Yeah. Okay, after listening to Joe and St- and 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 Kevin talk about yeah. faith on their show, I start to pay attention. I start to pay attention to to Dave as an artist, right? Yes. Because I did not right. have that appreciation for it as an art until I met you, and then I got to like I was like, okay, if I'm preparing for Shane to have a conversation with Shane, I better know a little bit about comedy because otherwise, I'm not doing my homework. So, okay, I made it a point to listen to both of Kevin and Joe conversation because they're comedians uh, uh, and and they they have insight information. So I was like, okay, I'm informed and some of stuff. Yeah. And they, them, as successful as they are, look up to Dave and what he does because mm-hmm. he is standing up for certain things that, that those guys are not willing to say and speak and jokes about. And yesterday, yeah. I observed it from that perspective and I saw how brilliant this guy is. And how mm-hmm. artful that is, and what you just mentioned about that capacity to just spellbound the audience with his—it's yeah. like a magician's with words. Yeah, it's fascinating, yeah. and I really have such deep appreciation for comedy now that I I saw it, and now having a conversation with you—that's why I was like, I'm gonna really get excited because we're gonna have something to talk about to enter our conversations. And I think that's beautiful. Which Netflix special did you watch? Do you know? Do you remember? You know what my wife said? It has to be something. Uh, was like his last Netflix special where he said something about kick, kick you in the... Uh, he said that the creation process is to, to write a punchline, put it in a fishbowl, and then take it out and then build the rest of the set with it and making it works. And so that was his brilliant. And he said that's why he get paid the big bucks. That's what he said. I was like, wow. Yeah. That's quite a challenge. That's something probably only Dave Chappelle could do. Oh, really? I don't, I don't know that just anyone can walk along and pick a line like kick her in the <laughs> and make incorporate it into a joke. But yeah. I think he was kind of almost showing off his talent in that well, sense. 
Yeah, because well, explain explain why that is so difficult for that particular terms to make it works and to and why did it work for Dave when he did it and how how why is that so brilliant? Ooh, that's a lot to dissect. Um, well, normally the punchline is a bit of surprise irony. It's something that you're highlighting is there that you knew would be there in that context but you just weren't cognizant of it. So it's bringing the subconscious to the conscious. But he was already exposing it. So he was already bringing it to the conscious. So mm. you were expecting it. So then he brought in the context later mm. and made it work. And I mean, I don't, I, I don't pretend to know <laughs> uh, how his brain works, but that's what I got from it. Uh-huh. Uh, and yeah, that's talent. Wow. Dang. <laughs> it's incredible the way he just, so I asked my wife, I was like, what do you think of the, the Dave Chappelle show? And she really went in, you know, to describe how he's so confident and make it look so easy and so authentic yeah. and not even trying. For me, I actually think that that's actually the set, the, the signature, the, the, the characteristic of a master. When you master yes. something, it no longer look hard to people, but it's extremely difficult if you try to do it. Yes. And that's what's called the authenticity of a child to come back to that spontaneity and be able mm-hmm. to respond. Almost he is, he embraced that. That is who he is now. It's no longer separate from who he, from him is a, is a way of life. That's just who he is. I think you're onto something. <laughs> yes, I agree. Because actually when you, when you first go up on stage, one of the things a lot of people do, I did it, is uh, you talk too fast and you're very nervous. And he's so relaxed up there. It's like... Because he's smoking a pipe up there, is it? Yeah. <laughs> he'll, just, he'll, rip, he'll tell a joke and then he'll just like... Oh, do you do, you do that, please? Tell, tell the audience, did you? I can't, it's a very bad habit. You can't. Don't, you can't. don't do it. Your followers, don't do it. You cannot, you cannot follow the master. There's intention there. There's reason why he's doing something. Every act, every expressions, every very intentional, very intelligent human being. So yeah. only Dave can pull it off like that. But yes, he's like constantly doing it. It's like his, his key, you know, his way to just like, yeah. I don't give a he's fuck about nobody. Moment, he's giving you a moment to let everything sink in. Mm. Before he, before he gives you the reveal. Uh, okay. Well, you know what? Enough about Dish Chappelle's because what I want to know and what my what my manager suggests me is asking you the questions of comedy and its purpose. Discussing the the purpose of comedy in our life, and I think that's a really uh, a fun questions. I like to get it from a perspective from a person like you because. Uh, uh, just recent exposure to it really bring joy into me. So I want you to share what is the purpose of comedy in a human being live and uh, why is it important for our health, mental health, especially? To me, I think, you know, life is life is very about momentum. You have good momentum or bad momentum, right? You mm. You accomplish something and then you feel so great about accomplishing something that you accomplish more and then you feel like you're in the zone and you feel like you're you're doing great and sometimes it can be downward and you know laughter is a little bit of that kickstart into the good momentum mm. it's like wow. you're not thinking 
you're not taking everything so seriously. You're uh, you're knowing that the breakup that you're going through is going to be funny in five years or something mm-hmm. like that. And I think that it's just part of, you know, I think most of us wake up like every day just wondering like how we're going to get through the day. We know we will, but we don't really know how. Mm. And then when you're able to just simplify it to, you know, something that's funny, like Mm. getting through the day, there's just going to be some bullshit and you can laugh at it. Mm. I think that helps. Yeah, because if we keep counting those moments of like just not uncomfortable and don't shake it off and laugh mm-hmm. it off, then it just keeps staying. It keeps bothering us, right? Yeah, she's like yesterday, she she did this to me and he did this to me and so on. And and we get caught up in that and life become pretty difficult, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and comedy do such a good job of, yeah, giving that people that energy they need to like, oh, okay, whatever, the breakup's gonna be done in five months. And I know that it'll be just fine because now uh, I can laugh. You know, there's still laughter within this moment. Even just for a little bit of time spending there at the comedy store or whatever uh, is lifting people up and really giving people a little a little break from taking life so seriously. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, I'm at a, a job now and I, I had a, a meeting with upper management a couple of weeks ago and uh-huh. they kept prepping me for it. And they're like, this is this person. And, you know, they're very high up and mm. this is what they mean. And this is what they do. And this is what they're like, and be ready for this. Mm. It was almost like intimidating. Mm. And I'm thinking like at one, at one point, you know, this woman was sloppy drunk at the club falling down like you're talking about how she's a very cruel CFO bitch and you should be afraid of her. But at some point she was the messy drunk at the party and mm. she was sloppy. She might have an OnlyFans. You never know. She might mm. do she might do porn. So just, you know, these little moments of levity to know that not everything, not everybody is so serious. Mm. Yeah. Maybe you know that's really awesome that someone of in that position's can uh, kind of just let go and enjoy themselves a bit because then it will allow other people to to be more like approachable. You know, if someone is too yeah. quick, you can't, you don't want to approach them. And actually, that's one one thing that was I think I read in a book that's like you got to create a, an atmosphere where people are like, oh, I make mistake too. And if you make mistake, you yeah. should tell me about it too because I make mistake rather than like, oh, he's too perfect. If you make a mistake, don't tell him about it. Yes, I mean. Who are you going to flock to the person that's like uptight and anxious and, you know, walking around like one misstep is going to kill you? I mean, no, you're going to you're going to live. Yeah. You're probably going to live. Everybody well, died, but you're probably going to live today. I mean, okay. the, odds, the odds are good. Yeah, yeah, the so, odds are good today. Or you could go with the guy who also thinks it's funny, you know, who kind of brushes brushes stuff off. Like uh-huh. that's what humor is. It's like brushing it off. Not so big a deal. Yes, you know, I I want to go deeper, but before I ask you the next question, I just want to like say thank you for opening that up for me to go deeper into comedies. And because you know, I can be pretty serious at times, and um, especially being with my spouse, I have to learn how to kind of just brush things off and like, all right, man, whatever. I love you still. Yeah, I, I, and don't be afraid to amuse yourself. Today, I was at the gas station and uh-huh. uh, a bunch, like there was a van full of Hasidic Jews that pulled up. They were like 
10 and 12 year old boys and they're shouting at me while I'm filling gas. Like, are you Jewish? And I'm not Jewish, but I was, I wanted to know more. I was like, yeah, I'm Jewish. What's up? Like I'm part What's Jewish. Happening? And they're saying, and they were like, are, is your, is your mom Jewish? Or your dad Jewish? And I didn't know what the right answer was. And I was like, my what? dad's Jewish. And they were like, oh, okay. Like, oh, fuck. I gave the wrong answer. But just for my own amusement. Um, oh, wow. Well, I am gay, so uh, someday we'll be neighbors. Like okay. we'll gentrify the neighborhood together. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little stereotype that gay people and Jewish people tend to live in expensive areas that they gentrify. So, oh. and they were they were ten and twelve years old. They had no idea what I was talking about. So amusing, amusing yourself. And what was about that that was so amusing to you? Like how is that they they had no idea what I'm talking about, but I'll probably be their neighbor someday. Let's take a small break to avoid listening fatigue. Did you know that I have an Instagram channel? Please follow and support. There's lots of information and updates on that channel. So let's get back to the episode between myself and Shane. Let's carry on with the next question, Shane's, because I love to come to go deeper. Um, we talk about the importance of um, Simply Funny. Yeah, you talk about having a jobs, uh, working on the job right now. Can you go deeper into what's what's going on with the jobs? What are you working on? And is this something that you love doing or something just um, you're doing at the moment so that you can continue pursuing comedies? Um, well, it keeps me busy. And I think I think being busy is just a good thing. Uh-huh. Uh, why Why is that? Do you remember 2020? That wasn't that far. <laughs> I, I do think, remember that. I, think, I do. Yeah, busy, busy is better. Why is that? What? Why? But the, that's that's very curious. Even though the the act is that okay, you're not doing things. Is it because we are forced to face our brain more? Like have more thing time to like. Oh my god, my brain is pretty neurotic, and I'm pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's keeping yourself company. So, um, that's a challenge. But uh, I think it's also just, you know, going back to basic human biology, we used to walk around always on the hunt, always with a mission, always focused. Mm-hmm. So we need to be mentally engaged, physically engaged with our surroundings. And if there's nothing going on, it's like, I think it goes against our instincts. Mm. Just- it's Especially for men, right? That's from men's perspective. Women are busy keeping kids at home, teaching them, doing community, like building and supporting the men out hunting and so on. So each, we're all busy, but in different ways. But you're right. You're right. We're always doing something. I did feel the residual of that. And I wish that I I could have watched more comedy at that time. So it probably would have cheered me up more (laughs) during the process. I I needed it a lot. Well, there was a TikTok going on. I think it's still going on. I don't don't follow it, but... I think there's a lot of comedy on TikTok. Oh, really? Yeah, that that started in 2020, and it's it's still going. Oh, really? Wow! So you're gonna get like snippets of TikTok, like TikToks, comedies, or what? Comedians? Yeah, a lot of people like recycle each other's material, and it's sort mm-hmm. of it ends up being a matter of like who does it best. I think mm. you can you know you can recycle people's jokes. Um, and you can add something to it. Uh, you can do it in a different way. Yeah. And TikTok, it seems like a competition of like who who does it best, and whoever does it best is 
rewarded with likes and views and followers. You know how it goes. Cool. Well, you know, to be honest, um, I don't actually are big on social media at one point. I really hated social media. I was like, yeah. this one's the devil. And then, well, so that's a stigma. But then now I'm like, no, it's actually a powerful tool. And if I learn how to use it properly, it's going to be beneficial for everybody and myself. So I was like, okay. And then my sister is big into that. But I don't know why I find the Instagram platforms a lot more suitable for someone of my taste. Uh, but definitely TikTok. You know, I wish I have the skill to do TikTok. But Instagram person, maybe. But anyway, that's actually... It feels right. But that's actually really uh, bring me to another aspect I want to ask you is the impact of social media. Social media has changed the way we consume and share comedy. Discuss how social media has affected the comedian's career and how they adapt to the changing landscape of comedy. Now, that's a nice question. And I think I want to I want to ask you to address that. Along the lines of what you said, you know, social media well it is a little evil like let's be real it's kind of destroying us but it's kind of a necessary evil and um it brings some good things right it democratizes fame because uh the younger generations they're not uh their version of celebrities aren't hollywood stars it's the people that they they watch on their social media platforms and mm -hmm. so that gives everybody a fair chance uh, mm -hmm. i think i think it um allows people to make it based on you know who's who's doing it best as opposed to you know oh you know i i fucked harvey weinstein in a hotel so now i'm going to be in a movie oh okay. actual actual talents actual like realistic interaction with actual people not by some blow up you know uh uh articles anything like that but with comedy it's 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 different um I was doing the most consistent time that I did comedy was probably 2017 to 2019. Okay. And, Why is that? Uh, well, I, I just thought I'd give it a try in maybe 2015, 2016. Uh -huh. And the first, the first time I didn't do great. Nobody does well their first time, but I'm, but I thought, but if I keep doing it, yeah, I would be funny. There's like a chance. There's oh. a chance I just like keep trying. Right. Adjust. You miss a hundred percent of shot. You don't take. Right, exactly. Okay. Um, I think Steve Martin talked about that in his book where, you know, he just observed comedy for like 10 years before he even tried it. Mm, well, you know, that makes a lot of sense because the scientists have discovered the mirror neuron, which is exactly that. The, the neural pathway fire the same way as if you're doing comedy. If you're watching somebody do comedy, you are better at comedy. Yeah, because you, um, you start to understand the setup. You know, there is, there is a structure to comedy. Okay. You know, it's, it's like, it's like the movies, you know, there's act one, two, and three. Mm. And that's simplifying it. But if it went, you know, backwards, you would notice, you would notice it went act three, mm. one, two, and you, oh. you would know you pick up on the structure and delivery, tone, timing. Why was it funny? Like, was it that they used the right word? Was it that they changed their inflection? Did they take a long time to say it? Did they surprise you? Was it ironic? Mm. Was it something you were thinking the whole time and finally they said it? There's mm. a lot of different payoffs. 
but wow. you start to see the different ways that that you can make a joke pay off and you see how people develop a persona because that's a very long process is to develop a, a persona on stage like Dave Chappelle yeah when he when he goes on there you know who he is you know how he's gonna talk to you so Steve Martin studied comedy for 10 years and then he did comedy for however many years but he he said in the first two three he was not funny at all he was just getting started i know people who know people and a lot of comics that are famous now not funny when they started but you just keep putting in work um it's a very easy thing to quit i think because when you go up on stage it's frightening and then if you don't do well it's like oh shit i put myself in a scary scary place and it didn't even pay off uh wow. and then a lot you know wow wow that is such a beautiful place to grow mm. wow yeah well with comedy if you're talking about social media so then the pandemic hit and you know stand-up comedy couldn't happen all the the microphones were closed uh -huh. so people started making videos I, yes yes that's where that's where social media popped in. And I, I tried some and some worked and some didn't. Mm. Uh, you can tell. There was a little bit of an interruptions in the first episode. So let us continue with part two. Hello. Oh, my brother. What's going on? Part two. Yes, part two. Welcome back, brother. How is it going? How's your day? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. How are you? Oh, man. Had a nice day. Long day actually had a recording this morning as well another podcast recording in the daytime so that was really beautiful got to connect with uh my buddy who's doing medical um school in annapolis indianapolis and you know it's just lovely to see him and get to connect and check in with him and and share some authentic stuff so yeah yeah how about your day busy here what i worked uh yeah Worked crazy. Yeah. Um, and I just got back from class. So. Oh, wow. What, you, what class are you taking? Uh, it's Muay Thai. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Wow, badass. Mm -hmm. You like jujitsu? I saw you wearing jujitsu uh, shirts and then Muay Thai. Did I? Yeah, probably yeah. did. Um, Amazing. RGLA. It's a good gym. Wow. You are really into the stuff, huh? Into stuff, yeah. Yeah, martial <laughs> arts and yeah, fighting. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. What inspire you to do to take all those martial arts? And do you take jujitsu too? Are you still training? Uh, or no? I do. I do jujitsu here and there. The thing, jujitsu is very injury prone, yeah. and so I just don't want to be injured and put out of the gym. Oh wow! Okay, it's good, and I know that when people like it, they really get into it. They love mm. it, and I'll yeah. get there someday. But I'm more focused on Muay Thai. Oh, wow. Dang, I don't want to mess with you. No, I won't because you're my friend now. <laughs> I, I won't be afraid. <laughs> you have such a crazy build, bro. You know the pictures that I use of you. Oh, my God. Massive, massive build. Must be pretty strong. Yeah, I'll just make you giggle and kick you in the head. <laughs> no, please don't. Don't kick anyone <laughs> in the head. Jesus. Break some brains. But anyway, um, good to reconnect, brother. That last time... Let's go over probably another 30 minutes and I think we'll have plenty of material because we touched a lot of stuff, right? When we talked last time, which is like yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Uh, we talk about, you know, uh, we got into comedies, into to how what comedy means, you know, it's healing, it's 
bringing that we talk about Charlie Chaplin's and um, we talk about how how comedy help people relieve and and find life to be um, less stressful and how that helps support them to get through tough times. And we talk about comedy being an art, right? Art form, all the timings of that and all of that, that, you know, um, easy looking the way the com the comedian make people laugh. It looks so easy and spontaneous, but actually lots of work going to that as it is an art form. And then we talk about uh, humoring ourselves. That was really awesome idea. And I actually going to take that on to continue to learn to humor myself. Uh, yeah. Thanks for that. It doesn't matter if anybody thinks it's funny. If you think it's funny, just go for it. Right. Okay. And beautiful. So we, we also went through, like you share about Steve Martin's and his way of approaching and observing comedies. And then you talk about the structure of comedy, different acts. And we touch a little bit on also COVID and how that affects comedy as a whole. And, and that's where we really end the conversations, uh, which is you were talking about social medias and people doing social media and you try some stuff and um, which I think we should move on and go into the, um, actually, I want to touch on two things, which is like, if there were young aspiring uh, comedians that is listening to, to us speaking as the audience and I'm sure there's somebody who are interested. Like, how do we, how does a person who was like, oh, if Chen today, hey, I want, actually was inspired by Shane Conversations. And I think comedy is so beautiful. And I want to give it a go. Like, what do I do? Where do I go? How do I start? What do I need to do? And what are the mindset I need to have in order to be able to, to be in the game? So share with us some of that. It's like, how would a person aspire to be a comedian uh, get going here, especially in LA? I mean, it's really... Um consistency and rehearsal so a, a lot of people have told me that they wanted to try stand-up comedy i say take it step by step like hold i don't know like a, a pair of scissors as a microphone and, and pretend that you're doing a show mm. and you know lay out your set mm. surround yourself with some honest friends mm -hmm. put them on the couch yeah and, and do your set for your friends mm. okay and it's funny you know yeah. see what's not you, you can't like you can't be scared if it's not funny a lot mm -hmm. of stuff is not funny writing is very important and you gotta be not distracted when you're writing how do you get inspiration to come up with a, a set it's really noticing like little things in in life mm. uh, like i don't know i mean i go to the the equinox up here in west hollywood mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, like they had this this sign and it said no lewd conduct in the sauna I'm thinking like, oh, they're telling gay guys like, don't fuck in the sauna. I thought, oh that, my was God. I thought that that was assumed. Yeah. So, you know, little stupid things like that, uh -huh. you know, you can turn into material. You can build uh -huh. on it. Like, cool. What happened in the sauna? Great. And oh my God, the, the sign got taken down because right. like, that's too much to ask, you know. Uh -huh. <laughs> cool. Okay. Uh, so then once you once you have your material, you develop sums and then you got your friend together and dating is funny and you're like, okay, I want to try it with real audience now. What do we do? You go to open mics. Go to open mic. And what does that mean? There are open mics um, available. Uh, I think you want to look up LA Comedy Bureau. Uh-huh. LA uh, Comedy Bureau. Bureau. And then you find open mic places yeah. or what? Yeah, it's normally just a room full of comics. They get three or five minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes it's a lottery of who goes up first 
second, be prepared for it to go bad. Like it's going to be a lot of bad comedy. Actually, you know what? My recommendation, uh-huh. if you go to an open mic, be nice yeah. and like sit there and don't fake laugh, but just smile mm-hmm. because everybody's nervous when they go on stage. Yeah. So if you smile, they, they're a little bit more calm mm-hmm. because they're very nervous to do their set. Whereas right. people show up to an open mic and they're just kind of yeah. blank face. Yeah. Oh man. Nervous. That pressure. Oh, what a beautiful, you know what? I'm planning to do public speaking. So that might be a really cool place to like get my, my share of like, you sucks and just be confident. <laughs> yeah. Get past the stage nerves. Just yeah. Yeah. Up. And just yeah. be like relentless. Beautiful, beautiful. You might find chins on a on a comment <laughs> stand up comedy sometimes. Yeah. Hey, we gotta start yeah. somewhere, right? <laughs> I want to see that's like special. Oh, you're gonna root for me for sure. I know you're rooting for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I only did this podcast because it's gonna make me famous. Oh, yes, yes. It's definitely gonna make yeah. you famous, at least to my family and friends oh, well. for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, open mic, okay, you go to LA Comedy Brew, and do they allow um, non-comics in there? Like people that well, want it, to just it, go and check it out. An open mic means that anybody can go up. Okay, anybody open mic. But you want to prepare for like, these are people who are trying out a material, it might not be funny, it might, yes. but it could be cool to observe and just to go watch as well. If I aspire to be a comedian, this is a place where like, oh yeah, those people fuck up too. And I feel comfortable because yeah. every day I fucked up and it's not that yeah. funny. So I can try my my stuff there. Okay, so so go to open mic and keep developing material. So from this point on, how do I start to groom myself and start working on being a better comedian? This is like, this is just once you go to open mind, you keep working on your material until it works or what now? Yeah, you, you take the material that you works. I mean, it's it's really consistency and rehearsal. And that's what mm. Steve talked a lot about is consistency that consistency and rehearsal. If you keep saying your set out loud, like you should know, it like the back of your head, uh-huh. you'll find as you repeat it, you'll find better ways to say it. Oh, I can mm. say it with this inflection or this tone. And mm. I need to get you know, this amount of pause before I deliver the the tag or Mm. whatever. So rehearse it out loud to yourself in your room. Uh, See how you can make it better. See how you can make Mm -hmm. it tight. You you don't want to waste words. A lot of people talk too much. Um, Mm, Don't waste words. Right. If you you talk a lot and then hit them with the joke, it has big expectations. Mm, mm. So it's like words are like a a type of currency for for the comedian. Yeah, it's a good way to put it. Okay. Okay. And then, um, so, so, okay, rehearse, don't waste words, set consistency and rehearsal is one big advice here. One huge, huge advice here. Okay. And, and do you record yourself when you do these things to get feed, like look at it and check out what, how you did to yourself and so on? Yeah. And that's very uncomfortable. It's the worst yeah. part. That's why okay. it took me a while to adjust during the pandemic to making videos. I'm a little camera uh, shy. How, how did that help you? Did it help support you to be better because you're looking like really looking at yourself from like, yeah, this is just, this is the way it is. I can't deny anything. This is just plain. Yeah. yeah you should definitely record yourself, especially if you're going to use a uh, physical humor and you should. Physical. What does that mean? Physical humor? Um, you know, Using like, your body uh, or stuff or what? no, it's, it's motions. Like, so Motion. Ricky Gervais has a special where he talks about why he doesn't have kids. And, mm. uh, he said, I'm afraid that if I have a kid, I'll just put it to sleep and it'll die. Mm. And then, he, and then he motions like he's picking up the dead kid and he goes, what a waste. And he, and he pretends 
realistic oh throw. my god like, yeah that's physical humor like he's okay physical humor and yeah. you know last time we talked about your uh comedy uh, uh styles and you said you had dark comedy style so how do you, somebody discover their styles what is that what is that discovering process seems like say it's chen me i want to um, I'm inspired by certain, you know, being a comedian and I want to find my styles. How do I go about discovering that? Well, I was, I, I was telling you what was funny to me. I find like dark, dry British humor that mm. that's what makes me laugh the most. Um, okay. Your, your style is kind of like getting to know yourself. Like how do you come across when you go up in a room full, full of people, it's being self-aware and then kind of making fun of it. Mm. And that takes a long time. I, I it's not mm. something I've like, mastered by any means yeah. it, um so your style just comes with uh knowing yourself knowing knowing yourself yeah but it seems a little bit different from your taste and humor mm-hmm. okay so we should start with something we really enjoy things that make us laugh and then try from there and then start discovering slowly what we gravitate yeah. towards and then as we work on our set okay beautiful is um okay is there anything else on that for young aspiring comedians to to hear any tips tricks anything that you think that would be really helpful for people last time you said something really beautiful is that when you're in a room find five people ten people who really enjoy your comedies and let them carry your your set and focus on them so then that was beautiful can you say that again and yeah yeah i so I, that's difficult for new comedians i was talking about uh, i went to the comedy store and there was um, there's a comic who went up on stage and he's going in a room full of like 200 people. Mm. And um, he had a very, very dark, Brit, mm. dry British sense of humor. Mm. And, uh, you know, he was laying out his jokes and a lot of the room was like appalled at how dark his his humor was. Mm. But there was like maybe five, 10 of us that were just crying, laughing. I was one of them. And mm. so he kept going. For mm-hmm. ju- just those five to ten out of a hundred, uh, two hundred people, because that's his audience. Because mm. like it doesn't matter that you don't you don't you don't aim to get like a little light giggle from the whole mm. room. You try and like find those five, ten people in the audience who are like crying, laughing. Because I went up and I asked for his Instagram handle mm-hmm. after. Yeah. You know, with, with the people that performed that night where you know i laughed a little bit like i didn't follow up didn't follow up with that so that yeah that's really valuable advice there so then identifying the target audience and then catering to that and and so and keep keep that energy going let them support you and carry you through is better yeah. than having 200 small tiny laps and it doesn't yeah. pack a punch yeah. right okay beautiful okay that's Sound pretty good for I think I'm better equipped now. If I want to be a comedian, <laughs> I want to do, give my yeah. my hand wet, you know, I can yeah. totally start something. Which I'm actually kind of inspired now, Shane, talking to you to create a set. Maybe you can help me out. You can mentor me. I would love yeah. to. Uh, yep, uh, I'm I'm here for it. I mean, oh, you're you're you. recording you're recording a podcast. You're getting comfortable in front in front of the camera. That took time, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. and I, you know, I got to a point where I'm like. You know what? It's okay. I don't. I don't care. Just laugh at me. I, I just want it to be better and 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 
you know, support people and make people laugh and stuff. My sense of humor, I did not grow up with a good sense of humor. So this might be something that is really necessary and beautiful for me to learn because then I can be more relaxed and make jokes and kind of be appropriate and, and make sure that, you know, um, I'm better with my sense of humor because it's really helpful in everywhere. You know, we have a good sense of humor and help us in business, yep. help us break the eyes and get people comfortable. And I think it's be great assets for sure. Yeah. It, um, it, it's a way of relating to people. Right? Mm, yeah. Yeah. We're relating. Okay, so that's beautiful. I want to move on and actually ask you about, as a comedian, what do you think is the uh, future of comedy for, for what's happening right now? What's the state of comedy right now? And what is the future of comedy for us here in the U.S.? Well, there's, I mean, there's, there's different types. I mean, okay. so the pandemic, people could only primarily make like skits and videos right on uh -huh. Instagram and TikTok because there was no uh, mic. Whereas um, like being in front of somebody who's on a stage with a microphone is an entirely different experience. It is. Person. Yeah. So those will, those will always stay separate. Mm -hmm. The future of comedy online, I think it's just going to be a matter of, you know, building upon material it's going to be it, it'll probably be competitive yeah. um i do see um, a lot of people i don't know how you want to word it not not stealing but like recycling jokes and, and mm. using it for different purposes and, okay um but if you do it better then you might get more likes or but in terms of uh stand-up comedy i mean there yeah. will always be a crowd for that and there's a lot of like talk about how like political correctness is ruining comedy Mm, uh, it is it, yeah it, well I, I but i don't think it will like okay. i think because remember we talked about like humor is like levity like mm -hmm. do you gravitate towards the person who's uptight and anxious and and too serious or do you, mm. do you gravitate towards the person who's like you know shrugs it off laughs like oh, it's the latter well, for sure it's this life you know yeah so i mean i i don't think that political correctness is going to win the game when people go to see a comedian in person in front of a microphone yeah. they're not looking for like ethical guidelines right you know? just like going to a movie where you sus suspend your your judgment sense yeah. of judgment for a second sense of reality and logical right. reasoning so that you can be taken away into an experience right right it's like a crime drama where it's where you're saying at the screen like don't steal don't kill you don't do that it's like well yeah. it's a fucking movie and, so, and i think there is something so beautiful about stand-up comedy because i went to i don't go to too many but the experience of being there you know getting that yeah. laughter and uh, really is gorgeous it's amazing i think i'm really yeah. grateful for stand-up comedy so yeah i think if i'm gonna do anything it would just be a try at stand-up comedy because i love that experience of being in front of people and just like your feedback's right there how good you do how much work you put in is right there reflecting right back to you and you get immediate yeah. feedback and i think i i thrive on that for sure yeah absolutely and i mean there are comedians that i've seen i've seen their uh netflix special and, and it's good but then I see them at the comedy store, like in person, and it's great. It's oh, it's much man. different, much yeah. a, a different experience. Okay, so you say uh, that stand-up comedy will always be here for us, and there will be, always be a crowd for that. What yeah, about definitely. you? What is the future of comedy for you? Oh, well, I don't. I mean, I just respect it. I I like you know sometimes if something pops into my head, I'll write it down, and then if I can dedicate some time, I'll like build on it right now like i'm not going to plug a netflix special it's not it's not like a rising star it's just because you, the biggest thing is consistency and right now i'm yeah. not 
consistent. I, I am mm. focused on other things, but I okay. mean, I have, I have ex- experience like mm. trying as uh, aspirations. I don't want to be famous, to be honest. Mm. I don't want to okay. live that life. I just really respect the art form. Um, it gives, it's something that's gratifying for me. Mm-hmm. You know, who doesn't like to laugh? So thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Really aspire. Okay. Um, what is keeping you from not being consistent? Is it mostly because of work or do you feel like you're burnout or what's going on? Yeah. Um, well, it's it's definitely work. The pandemic, a lot came with that for me. I mean, for everybody, but there was a lot of like bumps in the road that I'm yeah. still recovering from. Um, very busy with work, yeah. uh, you know, taking care of my health. I love to travel. Mm. Um, very much about experiences who knows i mean i i like it if i keep going to a couple open mics and i put together like a strong mm-hmm. 10 minute set i know someone that will book me and yeah. um i enjoy it i've had i've had good shows i've had bad shows yeah i, I actually bring, can't wait always, to go to your show bring friends with you that are honest yeah. don't bring friends that are going to tell you that you just had a good show when it's yeah. really bad oh but, man but you'll know you'll know You'll yeah know. yeah you'll get feedback right right people is gonna be yeah. like especially comics they're like you sucked <laughs> <You'll>, <laughs> <Did> they... <laughs> okay you well know. i'm really looking forward to to being there like supporting you and watching you on stage because i don't get to see that and, you know we only had a meeting in the the uber was the first time and then now we have like two meetings which i actually really grateful that we chop it in two i get to know you a bit more and spend more time with you and just get to know you as a friend, as a person. So I'm looking forward to to speaking more and connect and and hopefully go to one of the uh, stand up comedy and and um, hang out. You know, even just to go watch people, I'll, I'll be down. You know what? I actually I think I'm going to the comedy store with my friend this weekend. Oh but, really? Um, you know what? I I will write. Uh, I'll do some open mics and uh-huh. I will book show and i'll invite you oh i would love that shane that would be awesome <laughs> yes okay. and you know what i'm going to promise you that i'm going to work on some some stuff and then i'm i'm going to work on my sense of humor bits and actually yeah. take some of your advice and, and get better at my sense of comedy for sure because i think it would be helpful for my relationship for <laughs> friend for kids for family and i think just overall just having better sense of humor can help me feel a little more relaxed and shake things up a bit more so thank you for all this <laughs> advice i love this podcast you know why because i get to learn about new things and i'm like yeah. growing every time i talk to people and it's great i mean it's great that you're doing something you're passionate about i think that's a good idea that you just find people who are riding in your car for uber and have them on your podcast that's i think you should run with that it's oh, a good thank idea you so much thank you i appreciate you and it's actually people are really supportive of that i have met so many beautiful people and the connections that i've made um has been beautiful the people that do resonate with what i'm about really supportive and people are so kind and always willing to help and and you're right this is something that really bring me joy i love speaking to you i love learning about comedies and understanding more about things that i don't know and getting insight because you are from the inside so now i know more about comedy i'm i'm coming out of this conversation of a better man like a more more growth so i'm super grateful for you uh and so let's let's wrap this up actually we we got advice we got the future of comedies and we got some good stuff so then let's wrap it up with did you, did you send me a prompt I uh, yeah, they send you a little something, but this is my actually agenda that I have, which actually I want to share you with you this app. Actually, this is an AI technology. You might be able to use it to create like comedy set. Might be pretty tech? crazy. 
ChatGPT. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, okay, closing thought. Ask a comedian for their closing thoughts on the importance of comedy, what they hope people take away from their performance, and any upcoming projects or event they would like to share. Any things that you resonate with, please share. Uh, comedy is a way to relate to people. It alleviates a little bit of the struggle, mm. and it's medicinal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have any upcoming shows. I will let you know as soon as I. Yeah, and we'll announce it on the on the podcast when you do have show. So <laughs> everyone support you. But uh, okay, beautiful. So then I uh, let's wrap this up with a series of spontaneous questions that I usually fire at the end of the podcast, and you answer it spontaneously. Don't need to think about it. Just answer as you uh, are and. I think we'll wrap it up with that. You ready? I'm, I'm ready. Okay. So I have here. Okay. First question. What does it mean to be alive? What does it mean for you to be alive? Explore. Okay. Why are you a comedian? Why did you choose to, to do comedy? I love language. What do comedies means for you? Art. Happiness. Honor. What bring you fulfillment in life? Competency. Learning new things and, and watching myself get better. Mm-hmm. Do you want to live a legacy? If so, what is it? I mean, I'm not like, I'm not trying to be Elon Musk. I think it's more important to, to just be like, oh yeah, Shane, he's a nice dude. Mm. Yes. <laughs> keep keep yes. it simple. Yeah, he was mm. cool. Okay, beautiful. That's beautiful. that's what you can say at my funeral. Yeah, he was pretty cool. He was pretty cool. Shane was so cool. I definitely would be there at your funeral if you go first. <laughs> if you are you, if I go first, you should be there and, and do a comedy set, dark comedy. Chen, you know, yeah. how do you make die? fun? Make fun of my, fun of death. my death. Yeah, that would be I, super I, funny. I'm entrusting you with a big responsibility. You have to make my funeral funny. Funny. That's huge. That's yeah. huge. <laughs> I don't know if I, I'm ready, but I will work. I will work on that. Right, so th- thank you, Shane. Thank you, brother. Yeah. I appreciate you wow. a lot. I want to honor and acknowledge you for the willingness to share, the willingness to be here, willingness to be open to something new, willingness to share yourself and your experience with comedies and share authentically. So I honor you, I acknowledge you, and I um, empower you. And I'm here to support you with your journeys. And I'm looking forward to connecting more with you. Thank you. And hold on to that magic crystal. Remember, it solved okay. our tech problems yesterday. I hold will. On. I will. I will create something from that. That's okay. actually going to be a gift for you. I'll create something for that and share it with you—a necklace or something like that. I love doing those things. <laughs> yes, okay. brother. All right. Uh, well, have a good night. Thank you for having me on. Much love, brother. Thank you so much. Uh, Enjoy the night. That's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to leave a rating and turn on your Apple Podcast notification for weekly release. Feel free to share this podcast with others who might also enjoy it. If you're looking for ways to connect, my Instagram handle is in the descriptions. Also, there are plenty of contents for your viewing, so please feel free to check it out. I'm looking forward to seeing you on the next episode of On The Wheel. And this is your host, Chen, signing out.